all the good you've done and all the good to come. Amen. 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 Praise God. Amen. He is good. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, he is. He's good. He's good. He's, he's good. good. He's good. He's good. And the more we will just keep saying it over and over, the more you look for his goodness. Hallelujah. The more you're going to see, the more you're going to experience, the more that you'll have. Hallelujah. Amen. That's that's what that verse was about. Seek the seek the Lord. Right. The more you seek for him, the more you look for him, the more you look for his goodness, yeah. the more you're going to find and the more. You come up. Yes. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yes. Thank you, Lord. He's so, so, so good. Would you turn with me this morning to Proverbs chapter 4? Glory. Hmm. <laughs> And why don't you uh, pray this with me or say this after me. Father, Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for your word. Thank you that it's a light. Thank you that it's a light. It's a lamp to me. It helps me see. It helps me grow. Thank you for showing me today what I need to know, what I need to grow. In Jesus, name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 You know you can talk to him and ask him for things. Yes, I can. You can ask him to open your heart and help you to see. And when you read a verse or you, or you see something in the word and you don't quite understand it, you can talk to him right there. Lord, what, what, what do you mean by that? What, what, what is that? And it is amazing to me how he shows you and reveals to you what his word means and what it is. I mean, you might be reading something and, and the pastor will have it, you know, something will be said in church the next Sunday and explain that for you. Or, uh, I mean, we've had it with the people that we've been connected with. They'll be, I'll have a question about something or, or someone that, you know, a minister I might have been studying after or something that I'd read. And, and that question is answered just in their sermon as they're going. It's God is always looking to reveal himself and help us to grow. And so we always want to be open. Whenever we come into this place, we want to be willing to lay aside our thoughts, our ideas, our preferences, and pick up his word and look at it as if we've not seen this verse before. Even if we've seen it, a hundred times, five hundred times, a thousand times. Uh, It's so important to, um, well, if I could say this, be naive in the things of God. Meaning, Jesus said, just like the little children come to me. Yeah, Yeah. amen. You know, children just, they just believe. They just believe what you tell them. And really, that's what the Bible's for, for us to believe. Yes. Just believe what God tells us. Amen. And it's it's our upbringing in the world, sometimes our upbringing in a church, I hate to say. 
but some past teachings and things like that that have trained us to think differently than what God's Word says. But if we'll just come to it like a a little child would come to their parents when they ask a question and their parent answers that question, they just believe what their parent says. (laughs) Children have to be trained not to believe. And unfortunately, we all eventually train our children that because they can't believe everything that everyone tells them in the world, right? Right. And so we have to do a little bit of that training. But for Christians, we are to come to God's word and believe what it says. Believe what it says. Hallelujah. His word is important to us. His word is life to us. Mm-hmm. And that's what in Proverbs 4, that's, that's exactly what it is talking about uh, here in verse 20. Um, it says, my son, be attentive to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Let them not escape from your sight. Keep them within your heart. For they are what? Life. They are life to those who find them. Mm -hmm. We could stop right there and camp on that for a while. They are life. What is life? God's (coughs) words. To us. Yes. Yes. God's word is life, life to, to me. Yes. It is life to me. It gives me his life. Pastor Amy, I thought we were new creation. I thought we already had his life. We do have it. But his word enlightens what's on the inside. It helps us yes. to see and walk in mm-hmm. the life he's provided for yes. us. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. His words are life. Everybody say life. 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 I can't stress that enough. It's life. Yes. His words. What, what if you're in a situation that's, that's working death, that's causing trouble, that's, that's not right? Where do you need to run? To his word to gain life. This world will try to sap or suck life out of you. Can anyone say amen to that? Yeah. The world will try to suck things. I mean, have you ever been uh, to work for eight hours and you come home drained? Yes. Or 12 hours, as the case may be? Even more drained? (laughs) Why? Because people don't know any better. They just pull. Pull. Well, you better learn how to fill up with life. Mm -hmm. And then when somebody pulls, they've got something to draw from. And they they might not even know what it is. But all of a sudden, they're receiving some life from you. Yes. Praise God. 
which is good. That's what we want as Christians. We want people to be able to receive something from us, but we better every day be running back to our life source to fill back up. His words are life to me. Life to those who find them. And, and, oh, it's not just life to my, to my inner man, but it is healing, healing. to all our flesh. Mm-hmm. Well, some people might not like that phrase, but I'm just reading the word. Mm-hmm. I'm just reading the Bible. Yeah. Has God provided healing for our bodies? Yes, Absolutely, 100%. If symptoms are coming against your body, you can run to this word and eat up this word. Like it says in Jeremiah, your, your words are, were found and I did eat them. You can eat it up and it can, just like natural food, when you eat it, it goes into your stomach and that, that, dissolves and pro- goes into your whole body mm-hmm. and brings nourishment. Yes. Wow. His word, you eat it up and it goes into your spirit and it processes into your natural body and becomes healing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. Remember what we said, we come to the word like a little child would and we just believe what it says. They are life to those who find them and healing, healing to all their flesh. Verse 23 says, keep your heart with all vigilance for from it flow the springs of life. This is really the verse we wanted to get to this morning. Keep your heart heart. When the Bible talks about the heart, what do we know? He's talking about your inner man, your spirit. Keep your spirit. Guard, we could say. Guard your spirit with all vigilance. For from it flow the springs of life. Mm What's he saying? Even if you feed on the word, you feed your spirit man the word, if you're letting everything else of this world come into your heart as well, you're going to have a big jumbled mess on the inside. Yeah. We need to guard our spirit, guard our heart from the things of this world from the thoughts of this world, from the strife of this world, come on now, from, uh, from things that, that pull on us in this world, we need to guard our heart mm-hmm. and keep it to where when the word of God's planted in that, in our spirit, it's a good place yes. where where the seed of the word of God can germinate and grow and produce exactly what it's supposed to produce. Yes. Now it's uh, the end of February. We're starting March. 
spring is almost here, not really in Colorado, but we can think about it, right? And I have several friends on Facebook who are, are all gung-ho for spring, and they've started planting. Uh-huh. But they don't plant their seeds outside yet, right? They, they've set up little, little spots in their home, and they have little containers, and they, what do they do? They go to the store and they buy dirt. Yes, they buy dirt. Why? Because you want fresh soil. That's right. You want non-contaminated soil. Right. When I redo my pots in the spring, which won't be for another several months, unfortunately, uh, I will go buy dirt. And, you know, my father would be like, why are you buying dirt? Don't buy dirt. Yes, you buy dirt. Why? Because, because you need something fresh, clean, uncontaminated. And when we talk about guarding our heart, this is what we're talking about. When God made us a new creature, we're clean on the inside. We're clean. We have, we have a good heart. And yet... As we've talked about the past several weeks, there, we still have this fleshly body. We've got this mind to contend with. And if we don't take care of those things, what comes in through our mind, the thought processes we've had for years and years and years, they start to taint our dirt, yeah. contaminate. And then even when the word of God is planted in you, it can't quite grow the way it needs to. And I want everything that God's planted in me. I want everything that God has for me to, as we've read before, prosper, right? Like a tree planted by the water and it just grows and strengthens and, and goes on for year after year after year after year and its leaves do not wither. Right. Amen. Amen. That is what we are to be looking like as the church, right? But this verse right here, determines how strong we grow. Are we guarding our heart, our inner man, with all vigilance? Yes. I don't know. I, I'm a mama. When, when things would come against my kids, um, the mama in me would rise up. What do I mean? I'm ready to guard them. With all vigilance, yeah. right? I'm ready to take care of situations with all vigilance. And that's what we're talking about, about your, your heart, your inner man, your spirit. You've got to guard it against people. You've got to guard it against uh, what might come across on the TV. You've got to guard it against what people uh, say to you and, and, and try, to, try to twist and, and make you think. You've got to guard your heart from the way you used to live in the world. Yes. I have to guard my heart from things I was taught when I was little. I had great parents. I really did. I had, they loved each other 
We were a great, uh, we did everything together as a family. I, I can't say enough about um, how they raised us. It was, it was um, a true blessing because I understand that not everyone is uh, privileged to have that situation. And so I'm not saying this because they were bad parents, because they weren't. They loved us tremendously, but they weren't born again. So there were things that, I mean, they just thought the way the world thought. And so they taught the way the world taught. Mm -hmm. And so when I read scriptures, I've got to look and say, well, that's not the way I was raised. That's not the way I was taught to think. Just, just that, that uh, scripture we looked at for the offering about how if we just seek the Lord and put his things first, we'll prosper. Well, that's not the way I was raised, to think about prosperity. I was taught to think anyone who is rich must be doing something illegal. Yep. Or they were a sports yep. Buffalo Bill. Buffalo Right? Because I grew up in Buffalo, New York. So they were either a football player or a drug dealer. Those were my two options, right? Yes. If you had money. Those were it. Maybe doctor was up there, you know, somewhere. But it was always just the, th and I'm just, and it wasn't, it, they're not like, they weren't telling me to hate somebody or teaching me, you know, anything. It was just the way they thought. And so they taught what they thought. Yeah. And now, as a Christian, when I read the word, I have to guard myself mm -hmm. from the way I used to think yes. or what I was taught yes. with all vigilance. Because yeah. it will creep in. What you were taught years and years and years ago will creep in at the funniest of times. And so you're, we are always to be on our guard. And when you start thinking a different way or you start saying contrary to what the word says, you got to say, oh, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. God says he supplies all my needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus, and I'm fully supplied. God says that if I'll seek him with my whole heart, seek his things, that all these other things will be added to me. God says that I will prosper and be in health as my soul prospers. And you have to start guarding your heart. How? By, start, by quoting the word, by, by answering the thoughts from the past, answering the thoughts from, uh, uh, that the enemy is bringing to you about your future. You have to answer those with what you've planted on the inside. Yes. Now, if you would, turn with me to Mark chapter 4. Mark chapter 4. And uh, we'll, we'll start here in verse 3. Jesus was ministering, and he says this parable. He says, listen, a sower went out to sow. Now, we don't use that word sower. What, what word would we say instead of sower? 
farmer, farmer. So let's just say that. A farmer went out to sow. And he sowed some seed. Uh, Some seed fell along the path. And the birds came and devoured it. Other seed fell on rocky ground where it did not have much, what? Soil. And immediately it sprang up since it had no depth of soil. And when the sun rose, it it was scorched. And since it had no root, it withered away. Other seed fell among thorns and the thorns grew up and choked it and it yielded no grain. And other seeds fell into good soil. Everybody say good soil. Good soil soil and produced grain growing up and increasing and yielding 30-fold, 60-fold, and 100-fold. And Jesus said, he who has ears to hear, let him hear. Now, if you read on, the disciples come to him and say, Jesus, what in the world are you talking about? Jesus is like, all right, I'll explain it to you. So he goes on and gives us the explanation for those of us who didn't get it. In verse 14, Jesus says this, the sower or the farmer sows what? The word. word. Talking about the word of God. The farmer sows the word of God. And these are the ones along the path where the word is sown. The first group of people, when they hear the word, Satan, the enemy, immediately comes and takes away the word that is sown in them. Okay, so that's one group of people. Jesus told us about four different spots in the ground, four different types of dirt. The first group is where the word is sown. These are all people who are hearing the word, which means they're all sitting in church somewhere. Right? These are all people that are hearing the word. There's a group of people that will hear the word, and I I pray it's not people in faith church today, but there are people who will hear this word, and they will immediately go out and forget what they heard. Satan will immediately come and take it away. And then verse 16, he says, these are the ones sown on the rocky ground. The ones who, when they hear the word, they immediately receive it with joy. Oh, I've seen this so many times. Oh, I've seen this so many times. Immediately, they receive it with joy. Oh, that was wonderful, Pastor. That was great. That changed my life. This is awesome. We'll see you next week. And you never see them again. Immediately, they receive it with joy. And they have no root where? In themselves. Talking about different types of dirt or different types of uh, conditions of people's spirits. Yes. They have no root in themselves. They get excited about what's going on around them and the word that is preached in theory, but because they don't take it to themselves and plant it, They have no root in themselves. They endure for a while. 
But then when trouble comes, tribulation or a persecution arises on account of the word. What does that mean? When your family says, what are you going to church for? What are you talking about the word of God for? What are you talking about praying to God for? That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. That's not the way you were raised. That's not what you should be doing. That's called persecution for the word's sake. Do you have enough root in yourself to say, "Uh uh-uh, this has changed my life. That's why I'm talking about it. Because I was lost and now I'm I'm found. I I was in the dark and now I have some light and I'm going to keep going with light. That's why I'm talking differently. That's why I'm I'm looking different. That's why I'm thinking differently than I did just a short time ago. Amen. Amen. You understand that persecution will come because of the word. When you start changing your life, other people will not like it. And there will be some people that must fall out of your life, fall off of your life. That's right. That's right. Don't worry. God will make it up to you. Woo! Jesus is Lord and he will make it up to you. He will surround you with family like you've never had before. They have no root in themselves, but endure for a while. And then when tribulation or persecution arises on account of the word, immediately they fall away. That's not going to be me. What about you? That's not us. That's not us at Faith Church. Others. So that was the second person, uh, second type of dirt. Third person. Others are the ones sown among thorns. They are those who hear the word, but, uh, I don't like those buts, but the cares of the world, the deceitfulness of riches. What's it talking about? We were just talking about prosperity. The idea that you can gain riches and prosperity on your own. Right. Go after things on your own. The desire for things instead of God. We're not about things. We don't go after things. That's right. That's just stuff. And the Bible says it's all going to burn. That's right. Amen. We go after God. Oh, we go after God 100% with all of our heart. And the Bible tells us that all these things will be added to us. That's right. You don't have to go after things. That's right. Amen. The cares of the world, the deceitfulness of riches, and the desires for other things enter in and choke the word. And it proves unfruitful. Meaning, even though you got saved, even though you heard the word for a while, there's going to be no fruit in your life. There's going to be no results. There's going to be no proof of the fact that God is real in your life. There will be no things added to you. There will be no increase in the things of God. There will be no increase financially. There will be no health and wholeness in your body to the degree you could have it because you've, you've gone after the things of the world and you've allowed the things of the world to choke out the simple truth of the word where you come as a child and say, God, I I just believe it. 
You said it, so I'll believe it. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> but there's a fourth person. There's a fourth kind of dirt. There yeah. is. There is. But Amen. those that were sown on the good soil. Oh, I want to be good, good dirt. Good yes. dirt, right? Yes. I want good dirt. Even if it costs me a little bit, I'm going to pay for good dirt. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Even, even if it costs me a little bit of time in the Word, it takes, uh, uh, costs me a little bit of time on my knees in prayer. If it costs me a little bit of time to not do the things that I might have wanted to do in the flesh, yes. that's all right. Yeah. I'm going to pay to make sure my dirt stays pure, mm-hmm. clean, yes. able to receive yes the engrafted word, glory to God, able to pull it in and plant it and let it get all that it needs to grow. There's good soil where the the seed is sown and these are the ones who hear the word, accept it, and bear fruit. Hey, how many like fruit? I like fruit. Glory to God. Bear fruit, 30-fold, 60-fold, 100-fold. Not every plant produces the same amount of fruit. I mean, you can have a couple different tomato plants out on your patio this summer. Some of them, (laughs) some of them might not produce much of anything. And others might just boom. What is it? It all depends on the soil. Mm -hmm. Depends on how well it's fertilized. What kind of sun it's gotten. What kind of moisture it's gotten. How it's been fed. You understand that the Bible calls the word of God incorruptible seed. Meaning there's nothing wrong with the seed. There's nothing wrong with the word. Mm -hmm. So if we're not seeing results like we want to see results in our life, can we blame the word? Mm -hmm. Can we blame the seed? No, it's incorruptible. It never fails. God never fails. God never fails. He never fails. So where do we have to look? (laughs) We got to do a dirt checkup. (laughs) A dirt check. Go check your dirt. Make sure that it's clean. Make sure that it's pure. Make sure that you're guarding it vigilantly. You've got to keep it free from offense, free from, uh, free from, from hatred, free from, from uh, wrong thoughts. You've got to keep that free, your heart free. I, we, we say it all the time. We can't afford strife. We can't afford it. One minister said that if, you, uh, if you're going to get in strife before you do with your husband and wife or your kids or whatever, mm-hmm. if you're going to start, start some strife in your house, you better check your checkbook first. That's right. That was back when we had checkbooks. Mm-hmm. You better go to your banking app yeah. and check the amount that's in there. Why? You've got to see if you have enough to pay for your strife. Mm-hmm. Why? Because you've just let the guard off your heart if you've entered into strife. Why am I pointing at you? Just 
because we live together. That's why, right? Right? It's typically the people you live with all the time that you're tempted to once in a while. And I would never, ever be tempted to because he just is so wonderful. Praise God. It's true. (laughs) (laughs) Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory. We need to guard, guard, guard our heart. Amen. I have a dog. He's not much of a guard dog. He's a little too friendly for that. But what he does do is he senses when stuff's moving outside. And he starts that really low growl. Why? Because inherent in him is a guarding Mm -hmm. instinct to guard and protect the household that he's a part of. Just part of who he is as a dog. He's not always accurate. (laughs) You know, sometimes it's just the garbage man or, you know, whatever. But it's in him. And for the Christian, we ought to have that instinct. Yeah, amen. When it comes to things like strife, offense, Um, anything that would pull us out of the love of God, mm-hmm. of the peace of God. Mm-hmm. We need to have that, that inner buzzer, so to speak. Just yeah. like your, your phone would text you, a notification, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, or phone would buzz you, excuse me, a notification. Uh, notify, uh, offense ahead. <laughs> Chance for strife ahead. Walk away. Yes. Walk in love. Yes. Stay in peace. Yeah. Amen. Yes. What am I doing? I'm guarding my heart. Guarding your heart. Now we're going to go to back to Proverbs 4, but we're going to look at it in the Passion Translation. We're going to read Proverbs 4, 20 through 23, because it's so good. We're going to read the whole thing again. Praise the Lord. Amen. But um, we need to make sure that our soil stays pure. Because that's where the word is planted. And if we don't keep it pure, it's not going to grow the way it ought to. And we're not going to see fruit. The cares of this life are going to choke it out. Or other people are going to talk you out of what God has for you. Proverbs 4.20 in the Passion says this, Listen carefully, my dear child, to everything that I teach you. Oh, uh, I mean, I I used to do that with my two-year-old, and I'm going to do it with you guys. Sorry, it's just the way it is. To everything that I teach you, and pay attention to all that I have to say. Fill your thoughts with my words until they penetrate deep into your spirit. What are we doing? We're sowing the word. We're planting where it can germinate in pure soil. Verse 22. Then, I like this, is you unwrap my words. Mm -hmm. They will impart true life and radiant health into the very core of your being. Mm -hmm. Ah! I don't know about you, 
I do like to unwrap a piece of dark chocolate once in a while, like every day, at least once a day. Why? Because there's goodness inside that wrapper. Yes. And it blesses my life every time I unwrap one of those. But for the Christian, what blesses our life more than anything else? Unwrap the word. Yes. Amen. What does that mean? Just take that word and keep going over it. Keep thinking about it. The, the Bible calls that meditation. Meditation isn't just cleansing your mind of every thought like some of the world thinks. Meditation is taking the word to yourself and keeping it in your mind over yes. and over, thinking on it, unwrapping it until it penetrates deep yes, yes. within your spirit. Mm -hmm. Verse 23. And above all, guard the affections of your heart. I like the way it says that. Amen. For they affect all that you are. Pay attention to the welfare of your innermost being. Yes. For from there, your innermost being, from that place yes. flows the wellsprings of life. Yes. Awesome. Wow. Sorry, I haven't even looked at the time. Pay attention, pay attention. Pay attention, pay attention to what? What's going on in your heart? What's going on with your dirt? Keep it clean. Don't let stuff get in that's not supposed to be there. I don't care how frustrating the situation is. I don't care what it is. You can walk in peace. You can stay in love. Yes. You can still walk in all that God has put on the inside of you mm -hmm. if you'll pay attention Amen. and yes. stick to it. You may have to uh, walk out of the room for a while. Right. You may have to, as the Bible says, put your hand over your mouth, right? Yes. You, you, you may have to, you know, uh, just remove yourself from the situation and go pray in the Spirit for a while. Whatever it takes, whatever it takes, we guard our innermost being. Mm -hmm. That's right. And that is when, as we plant the word, mm, things start to prosper yes. and grow and thicken. And we're not ripping up plants that we planted a few weeks ago right. and starting all over again. Yeah. Right? My friends that have those little baby plants, they're all so excited, right? Yeah. They're all so excited, but they're not just going to rip them out come, you know, come warmer weather and throw them wherever in the yard. What are they going to do? They're going to prepare the dirt yes. outside That's right. so that they can transplant it carefully mm -hmm. and perfectly. Mm -hmm. 
Stand to your feet this morning. Pa, Jesus is so good, so good, so good. His word is so good. Hallelujah. Yes. Let's take it today. I know most of us know those scriptures. We've heard them a so many times. But there's life there. There's life there. Let's get it all. Let's get every bit of life out of those verses and learn to guard our heart. Amen. 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 You're dismissed.